Hi guys, I'm Brad Montgomery and welcome to The Breakdown. And here we talk about science, investing, and psychology. Today we're gonna to be talking about holiday stress. Before we get started, if you missed us, you can always catch any of our episodes by going to kfoxtv.com. Now let's break it down. And I'm here with Sarah Polk this morning, licensed clinical social worker with Emergence Health. We're talking about holiday stress, different ways to deal with holiday stress, essentially what all holiday stress can even encompass and how to maybe better handle that. So let's dive right in. We have a viewer question before we get started here. And it was actually a very good viewer question I wanna point out. Yes, we do. So uh, our viewer question today says, I'm worried about impressing my family during the holidays with gifts, cooking, outfits, etc. What can I do to make the holidays more about spending time with my family rather than performing for them? Yes. That's a really good place that to is. start. <laughs> so I know a lot of, with the way social media is these days, the way that um, people engage, it's really difficult to not have unrealistic expectations, both for yourself and for others. Um, in terms of this, I think one of the things you can do is be realistic about what your capabilities are. Do not go into extreme debt for holiday presents. Um, you can even have that conversation with your family members and say, hey, you know, money's a little bit tight this year. Um, we would really like to scale back on the gifts, but we really wanna spend more time together. So instead of gifts, we wanna have an experience. We wanna all go look at Christmas lights or we want to um, take extra time around Thanksgiving to prepare food together. So you can really kind of tweak it and say, you know what, our time is actually very, very valuable to us and we want to spend that time with you and kind of reframe it a little bit in that way as well as maybe take those expectations or what you want to do in terms of impressing people and kind of re rethink it is this a person I really do want to impress or is it someone that I'm putting that on that pressure on myself there are a lot of times where we overthink things like that so much that then that other person says, oh, I had no idea you were so worried about that. Right. So maybe even just having those conversations of, I'm trying to back down my holiday glitz mm -hmm. and bring it in a little bit and really make it about family time and about what the Fun. holidays are really meant for, which is you know, taking the time to say what's special and what's important. Okay, that sounds really, really good. Mm -hmm. So now let's backtrack just a little. Yeah. And how do we define just in our daily lives in general, what is stress? So stress is really any of those things that can kind of bog you down or cause pressure to perform or pressure to meet a standard. Okay. Now, there's a difference between negative stress and positive stress. Oh, so interesting. Okay. positive stress is gonna be your deadlines, right? Okay. I gotta get this work done, I gotta have it done by this time. That's a positive stressor, right. typically. Um, the negative stressor is when you then procrastinate for the deadline and are rushing to get something done at the very last oh, minute. Okay. Right? Positive stress is, I really want my kids to be happy and healthy. Right. Negative stress is, I am going to control every single minute thing about their lives in order to ensure that. Hmm, right? So okay. the, the impacts of the stress, sometimes it can be positive. Um, what happens is stress sometimes, frequently we only focus on the negative. Mm -hmm. um, but also then we let it kind of snowball and right. get bigger and bigger and bigger until it's out of control. So it's almost like a reordering in your mind of where you want to direct that. Exactly. Before it gets out and gets out of control. Absolutely. So if you take a look at what your stressors are, there are some things that can be avoided or can be mitigated. You can do things to kind of relieve that stress or pressure. If you say, you know what, this deadline is not realistic. Mm. Um, maybe I, can we push this until after the holidays? Because I know 
15 million people are going to be out of the office. Um, it's going to be that much harder for me to do this versus, you know what, this deadline is really important to have this out before whatever date. Um, let me prioritize some other things. So sometimes mm -hmm. that stress can be either negative or positive. It can be a positive driving factor or it can be the thing that just kind of makes everything crumble around you. Well, and you said something interesting because, and, and, and I've done this before too, it, it's weird. It's almost just like your mind accomplishing something, just the rearranging yeah, of absolutely. things. All of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. that'll work better. Yeah. So Even just taking things of saying, okay, what are the dates? What are, what's the amount of time I expect it to take? And How do I reorganize it? Right. And the level of importance and priority. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, so then that's kind of the way you help relieve your stress or what are, what are some more direct ways that you can kind of apply that? So that's what stress is. And we talked a little bit about, you know, maybe reordering things, reprioritizing some things uh, and basically reanalyzing things and how important they really are. Uh, and, and that's a big one as well. But what do you, what are some tips that you can kind of give out that people can, can maybe reduce stress when they come across that? Yeah. So I think one of the biggest things that you can do first and foremost is really looking at um, the prioritization, but, also taking a step and saying, what has helped me with this stress in the past? Because what works for me may not work for you, okay. right? So there are some people who say, you know what, working out is the perfect stress relief for me. I get that workout in the morning. Things are great. Stressing about then trying to work out more, that doesn't really help necessarily. Mm -hmm. So being able to make it manageable things that you can do in order to alleviate that stress. But also being able to look at and say, okay, what is the actual level of stress here? Okay. How much stress is this causing me? And how, what is it going to take to really reduce that? Okay. Um, we frequently do that with like a, a thermometer where you can kind of say, okay, my stress is at maybe an eight. And what it takes to, to reduce that stress is really taking the whole night off, um, mm. taking a nice bubble bath, being able to take that time to kind of recenter and reprioritize, refocus. Okay. Versus a stress of a three or four, you know, maybe some deep breathing, maybe some meditations or like mindfulness practices. Okay. Um, some of my favorites are because I love food, mindful eating. You can actually take even within a holiday dinner, if you're surrounded by people who can sometimes, as much as I love my family and as much as we all love our families, right. sometimes family can be stressful. Right. Being able to take a moment and say, okay, hold on. I need to kind of center myself. And you might look a little funny, but um, taking 30 seconds to a minute to engage with a bite of food and engage with all of your different senses, how it tastes, how it feels in your mouth before you swallow it, how it smells before you even put it in your mouth, okay. what it looks like, that can actually help you kind of take that beat to calm yourself down. Mm. So let's say sometimes those topics of conversation get a little heated, a little right. stressful. Yeah. Um, we all say things in the heat of the moment. That's something you can do in the, that immediate moment, takes less than a minute to be able to kind of focus yourself and then be able to say, okay, this is what I actually wanna say as opposed to the first thing that comes to my mind. Mm. Okay. So it kind of helps clear your mind and it's something that can be done kind of in secret at the center holiday yourself. table. You center yourself <laughs> for a minute, you take yeah. a couple of deep breaths, and then go from there. You're a little bit more in control of that stress response okay. um, than maybe you were before. Okay. And now this is before we pivot to holiday stress because there's there's plenty of that, that we want to get through as well mm -hmm. uh, and what to look out for. But on the side, and this is kind of something that I had thought of too, what are some ways or some signs that, that you might be stressed and you don't know it? Oh yeah, that's a really good question. Again, it depends on everybody. Um, everybody's different. But one of the things that you can first look out for is your sleeping. 
Um, If you're not getting quality sleep or if you find yourself having those really uh, anxious kind of racing thoughts at night, Mm -hmm. you're probably more stressed than you realized. Mm, Um, Additionally, you have other physical symptoms that you can have, racing heart. Those tend to be things that happen in specific moments when you're triggered. Sweaty palms, kind of all the typical things that we think of when we're feeling really nervous. They're there in certain situations, but just feeling generally stressed, if you find yourself having a difficult time kind of turning off Mm. or calming down or being present in the moments that you really want to be, difficulty focusing and concentrating are really big signs, Mm. um, you might be more stressed out than you realize, especially if it's something that really matters to you. So a really big one around the holidays are things like um, the holiday events, the holiday pageants and Mm -hmm. things like that, Mm -hmm. Um, or being with family in those moments where then you're still worried about something else Mm -hmm. or you're not able to focus on it, be present. Exactly. Those are times we want to be a part of. I want to see my kid running around in their costume and being really excited to be in a play. Uh, But if I'm really stressed out about work or really stressed out about other things, thinking about all the presents that have to be wrapped, pies that have to be baked. You're not present and you're not giving yourself that rejuvenation and enjoyment mm, from that true. moment. Very true. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I've found myself in that. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be playing with my daughter and all of a sudden my mind will start thinking about something that I need to do or three things I need to do. Exactly. And she's like, Daddy, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, I'm back at the yeah, kitchen. I'm, I'm good. Back. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, why is it that, that, it does feel like so many more people do feel stress around the holiday season when it is supposed to be fun. I think that has to do with a lot of our own expectations as well as the expectations other people put on us. I know there is this typical feeling of, oh, it needs to be perfect. It needs to be this Norman Rockwell style painting of this beautiful family dinner. It doesn't have to be. And you can you can let yourself have those little things that you're saying, you know what? Um, I actually had that at Thanksgiving. I burned the pies. I (laughs) went to buy more things to make more pies. And I looked at the pies that were already made there and I was like, you know what? This is good. This is fine. This is, it's not necessary for me to stress myself out and to do this. Did everyone kind of say, you know, your pies are better? And I said, yeah, I know. But I was more focused on being able to make sure that I was able to do everything else for the Thanksgiving dinner rather than trying to fit in one more thing that was really an unnecessary level trying of Trying to remake the pies. Yes, I was like, I could have been up all night doing that. Right. Uh, but it's not necessary. Right. And I can make that we call them permission slips. I can give myself that permission slip to let that shortcut or that um, kind of leeway be there. We have a lot of expectations with, um, as we have social media coming up to Instagram culture of this needs to look like this, this needs to look, the aesthetic has to be this. Behind every aesthetic photo, there is an absolute disaster zone (laughs) of where that pie was actually made, right? Right, true. Um, So, We have a lot of very kind of polished and clean expectations of what we're holding ourselves to that are really unrealistic. So if you take a moment and think about what are the things I really value and I really want out of the holidays. I want time with my family. I want my kids to have a lot of fun. Quality time. I want there to be memories Mm -hmm. that are, you know, lifelong, everlasting. Mm -hmm. Um, There are certain traditions I really want to honor and certain traditions that maybe I don't. Um, Because when we think about it, there are a lot of traditions that we keep going and we kind of say, well, why do we do this? Mm -hmm. I don't don't know. I'm not sure where that came from. Right. 
Um, or you know what? Not I want to make a it. new one. Yeah, right. Yeah, you yeah. can you can do that. There aren't really as many rules as people think there right. are, right. and you can give yourself that leeway to pick and choose to be able to make it. And the sometimes time you want. a tradition can just be there. There was something that I had done. I came with the daughters, and she was like. That was fun, Daddy. You know, and I was like, oh, we should do that again next year. Exactly. Putting up the tree. Can't remember exactly what we were doing. Exactly. But I was like, okay. Oh, it was was having that. I've got this holiday music with slides Mm -hmm. that I can have up. And she was like, hey, put the. And I was like, oh, yeah. So I guess every year now. That winds up being a part of what you do. Yeah, yeah. And there are some things that then if that doesn't happen, you might be a little bit disappointed. Okay, let's make sure that it happens. Mm. Versus other things where... um, I know for my family, it was always putting together the tree, but everybody had to be there. Mm. That's really tough once you're all grown. (laughs) That's a lot to ask because, you know, we're, we're coming from different places. There are kids involved. There are sickness, everything. There was one year where we didn't put up our Christmas tree until the week before Christmas because, and that was the last year that we had that requirement (laughs) because there was people sick. There were people out of town. There were people who couldn't make it into town. It's just an unrealistic. Yes, it's a beautiful tradition. Yes, it made for fantastic family fun. When it works. <laughs> but a week later is fine. Right. It's okay. Right. And yeah. I want to talk about too. Um, how can planning ahead? You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of a good example. Even how, how can planning ahead? You know, whether to it can, can can help to reduce your stress. Yeah, I always kind of say that the more prepared you are, the better. Okay. With holidays, I will add this caveat. You can stress out and be as anxious as you want. Why is that permissible on holidays? It's not. That's what I'm saying. So we typically will say like worrying is suffering twice. Right. You're worrying so much about what it is that's going to happen. Then you're also potentially suffering during that experience. So yes, you can prep to a point. There's a certain, you need to kind of find that happy medium and that limit for yourself because otherwise you will just have all of that anxiety and all of that stress. Plan, but don't plan for perfection. Exactly. I mean, plan, did I plan to burn the pies and then have extra stuff on hand? No, I did not. Could I have planned better and then been able to make the pies right then? Yes. But why would I have prepared to have extra stuff that I wasn't going to use? So being realistic in what it is you need to be prepared and plan ahead. I also always say plan for your exit strategies. So have your exit strategy for whatever it is beforehand. If it's something that is kind of a negotiable, I can give myself permission for this. Okay. Fine, I'll just go and I'll buy a pie instead. Okay. That's that's fine. Um, or, you know what, this family, I know when we all get together, sometimes things get really heated, things get really tough. Um, I'm going to have a reason to leave dinner a little bit earlier than I might have that makes it easier for me to exit that situation right. before things get really bad. Okay. We also have a lot of people who like to indulge in um, things that sometimes take away our inhibitions. So if you know, there it happens, it happens, believe it or not. And there are sometimes people who overindulge that, right? right? If you know there's that person in your family and you're like, you know what, every time about nine o'clock, that's when so-and-so starts to go off. Maybe I'm planning on saying, I have another holiday party that I need to get to at 8.30 and I need to leave right now. Yeah. I don't have to be there to be present for that mess or clean up for that mess. I can take off. Interesting. And that's okay. You can have those kind of things of, if this doesn't work out, I have a backup Mm -hmm. and that's okay. It's a backup. I'm perfectly fine with it being the situation. And I think it may be 
that that automatically relieves some stress because you've it got does. your you've got your plan B. Yeah, yeah. And I have never known when something's not working out if I have a plan B in my back pocket already. Yeah. I'm that much better off because I am able to say, you know what? The pies are burning. It's okay. I can just walk on over. The stores are still open. I wasn't doing this on Thanksgiving Day for a reason. Um, And being able to give yourself that time to be able to do it and being realistic with how long things take. Now, I want to talk about, too, um, how to reduce stress when it comes to Christmas shopping. Oh, yeah. Obviously, Thanksgiving, it's it's the meal and, and the prepping yes. and the family. Christmas, it's the gifts. So yes. how can we reduce our stress level in Christmas shopping? So I always kind of start with what do people actually need? Okay. Um, what are things that there are some things that it's awesome to see, you know, your kids light up and then they're never going to touch it again. And you kind of know that mm-hmm. going in. Um, there are many an easy bake oven that shows up at Christmas time that yeah. never gets touched right. after January. <laughs> Uh, But sometimes there are ways now where you can kind of back it down. So there are a bunch of different tips and tricks out there on social media of how to reduce that Christmas stress, especially with kids. Kids have rooms full of toys. They have rooms full of stuff. We buy them the things they need all year long anyway. We also buy them the it's toys so that they now. see it. It's yes. so different now. It's not. All, I remember waiting for months and there was there was a gift giving embargo, right? My my husband and I have that with each other. You are not allowed to buy yourself anything for one month leading up to any gift giving holiday. Okay. Because there have been so many times where it's like, but I want to buy this. And he says, I already got that for right. you for our anniversary. Right. So being able to kind of put those rules on it of... Well, you're not going to buy anything for yourself so that you don't want, without my prior permission. If I give you permission, you can. Okay. But then when it comes to kids, they want everything and they want it now. All the time. All the time. So I've seen some cool things going around on Instagram and YouTube and stuff of saying, okay, you get four things. One thing is something you need. Okay. One thing is something to wear. Okay. One thing is something to, something that you just really want. And then one thing is something to read. And so as a parent, it reduces the stress for your kids, the Christmas shopping for your kids a lot in that. Because you're saying, okay, do they really need all of these toys? Do I, I remember the days of Furbies. I remember my dad fighting to get me a Furby. And I think about that now and I think, what were we thinking? Right. (laughs) But it's still very real of, okay, what is the thing they really, really want? Let me focus on just that. And being able to kind of limit that overall shopping need. Um, also going to stores is still pretty stressful for a lot of people. There are a lot of reasons to not want to go to the mall. There are a lot of reasons to not want to go to a busy store. Obviously online shopping is a thing. Um, there are also local businesses that tend to be a little bit less crowded. Yeah, in and out. Exactly. Yeah. And those local businesses tend to have people who run those stores who will say, oh, they like this? This is something else that they're really going to enjoy. This is, especially with books, right? There are people who will tell you, this is a book that if they loved that, they're going to absolutely go over the moon for this one. Um, So being able to find those ways of making some of the pressure of making the choices a little bit less. So either limiting how many things you're planning on getting, which also helps the pocketbook. Yeah. um, And has kind of a reason of saying, it's actually like a little rhyme. I think it's... um, Something they want, something they need, something to wear, something to read. And let me ask you on that, on the four things. Yeah. So is that something that maybe the want you would ask, Yeah. the need you would already know. Exactly. So that kind of like takes some of the stress out Mm -hmm. of it as well. So, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And that kind of decision paralysis of which toy is it that they really want. 
you can ask them. Hey, if you had to choose three things that you really, really wanted this year. There used to be a thing where you got the whole toy catalog and you would circle it for grandma to be able to know what you wanted. And I remember putting a star next to it or circling it in like extra to make Claus. sure she knew. Or <laughs> right. Santa Claus, right. yes, because we've got to let Santa Claus know. That's why we write them a letter every year. That's right. Um, and being able to kind of say, this is what I really want. And sometimes those are things where I remember seeing my niece gave me her list. What the heck is this? I don't know what a Shopkin is. What's a Shopkin? Oh, yeah. And then being able to... <laughs> See that? Yeah. Oh, I learned. Right. I took a very crash course, crash course yeah. in the tiny little toys that are apparently the big thing or were years ago. Yeah. So. And as far as like large gatherings, mm -hmm. so let's say you're in a larger gathering because sometimes they may there may be more people than you're comfortable with. Yeah. You know, and that that can happen. Mm -hmm. And but people still want you there. They still want to see you there. Whatever they want you to be there. So what can you do? in that kind of situation to kind of reduce stress this stress so you got to be there you know people expect you to be there yep. what, what are the kind of the ways around that or how do you navigate that so like i said before an exit plan okay knowing yeah, i'm i'm really good about knowing how long my social battery is gonna take mm. to fizzle out okay. so being able to have that exit strategy of you know what i do have another thing or i really have to work early in the morning i need to head home and be able to make it to bed um, also having some of those little things that you know you can kind of escape to during the event. Mm. So sometimes for different places, it might bathroom be... bathroom breaks? No, I'm kidding. Bathroom breaks are actually really good. <laughs> oh, you really? laugh, but okay. yes, bathroom <laughs> breaks are really good. Um, I also really find, especially if the adults are what's kind of more stressful, okay. I'll go hang out with the kids in the other room. Uh, okay, okay. They're watching cartoons. Right. They're, you they're know. They're not stressed. They're eating mac and cheese instead <laughs> right. of whatever weird thing is in there. Right. So being able to kind of take a step back and have a conversation with them, being like, what are you hoping for for Christmas? Okay. Let's have that conversation. That is a heck of a lot less stressful than talking about politics right. with Aunt Susie. So being able to back up right. and say, even within this environment, this is where I can escape to. Okay. Another really easy one is if there's a dog or a cat. You can be like, hold on, I want to go pet the pet the dog and find the dog, and you can be in the corner focusing on the dog now for a few minutes. Now that you're help animal, like <laughs> exactly yeah. taking some deep breaths, right. and then when you're ready for it, you head back to it. So you can give yourself those little things within the event to be able to make it manageable. And and the other thing to kind of pivot off a couple of things you said. So in this large group, and, and and there are ways that you can manage yourself within that group, mm -hmm. but putting differences aside. Let's yes. focus on that Very because, much so. you know, you're going to have family and you've got all kinds of family. So it, it can happen. So how do you, what's the best way to approach that? So in looking at that, that's where we bring in those boundaries, those very healthy boundaries with family, not just at the holidays, but always. Okay. So one of the best ways to do that too, is to have a conversation or if let's say you're having that, that debate, that conversation with your family and things are getting kind of heated. You can say, I have a question for you. Is there anything that I'm going to say right now? that is going to change your mind. <laughs> That's interesting. Because right. if not, I want us to be able to agree to disagree right now right. and stop making a scene. Right. Or, and stop making this dif more difficult for everybody. I can still care about you, I can still love you, but we don't have to do this right now. Because there's about a 99, 95, 99% chance. They're gonna tell you <laughs> absolutely not, there right. is nothing. Now right. sometimes, sometimes, Healthy yeah. debate is good. There are sometimes people will say, hey, can you talk to me about this? Cause I'm really not sure like what I think or where, how I feel. Right. But is that gonna happen at Christmas dinner? Probably not. 
probably not, especially like we talked about before, if people have been drinking a little bit and losing their their filters, right. um, things can get real heated and go south very fast. So being able to have those boundaries or even saying it beforehand and being like, look, I don't want to have these conversations today. And if you start having that conversation, I am going to leave and right. walk away. Right. And that's perfectly fine. Boundaries, if you're putting up a boundary that someone decides not to respect, if you've given them full warning, that's on them, that's right, not on that's you. that's fair, right. That's yeah. If I'm saying, look, I don't want to talk about politics at all tonight, whatever you say, I'm not going to engage and I will walk away. Another thing for very tough families, if you look at parents who have those really high expectations for their kids um, and maybe going to that family dinner. It's like, oh, I know they're just going to be bringing up my exes. Oh, they're going to wow. be bringing up how horrible I'm doing at my job. All of those things. You can just say, hey, I'm not interested in having this conversation and I don't have to be here. Right. I'm here because I want to be. Right. Oh, and if you continue, I'm going to leave. Right. You can have those conversations ahead of time. And no one really has hurt feelings over that. They just, they just I mean, know where they you might. Stand. Well, but not as, <laughs> not as hurt as if it were to devolve in some kind exactly. of. Exactly. And then you wind up saying things you right. don't mean. And you're they the bad say guy, things right? they. Exactly. <laughs> you make a scene. Right. But if you have that expectation ahead of time and you say, hey, mom, I just want you to know, like, if you bring up these things, I'm gone. Right. I'm going to leave. I'm going to grab my kids and we're going to go and we're going to go grab hot chocolate and look at the lights because that is not the stress that I want for today. Right. If you go into it with a disclaimer of having that conversation, it's a tough conversation. Um, Brene Brown calls it rumbling with those conversations mm. and rumbling with vulnerability because there is a chance that she might say, you know what, fine, then don't come. And you have to be open to that possibility too. True. True. But if you're looking at it and you know those things are coming, talk about prep. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what, can we please not bring up my ex because I'm still really tough from that breakup. Um, and I'd really rather not have that conversation in front of every single family member. Right? And then when it comes up, you can say, Mom, I asked you not to do this. Right. Oh, right. Okay, hold on. So you're at least being able to give that warning. Right. And there are no surprises. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. That sounds good. Well, that I learned a lot. That was great. Hopefully it helps. I think the holidays should be fun for everybody. Now, I want to ask you, where can people go to find out more information, even just dealing with stress in general? Um, absolutely. So we actually have a podcast focused on your wellness. Okay. So um, Celeste Nevadas, she's our clinical, our chief clinical officer with, um, or chief of clinical services, I think, with Emergence Health Network. And I have This Is Wellness. You can find it on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. It's always focused on what different things you can do for your wellness. We've talked about social media. We've talked about holiday boundaries. And on there, we actually have some pre-holiday get-together and okay. post-holiday get-together meditations okay. that you can listen to. So they're designed to be four or five minutes long. You can sit in your car, listen to it before you go in, and also something to kind of bring you down at the end too. Better. Exactly, where you can put it on first thing when you get in the car after the event too. But otherwise, if you go to Emergence Health Network, you can find all kinds of resources there about how to deal with stress, about resources that we have as well if things do get out of hand, um, and different options to be able to engage in mental health services. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Sarah Polk, licensed clinical social worker from Emergence Health. It was great having you on. I learned even more than I thought I would. Thank you again. Thank you so much for having me.